0: Candles on today. I mean, I leave them on all week, because we had been talking about some really cool stuff, uh, I'll say it again. Because we have been talking about some really cool stuff. Amen. Amen. i was still we have been talking about some really cool stuff. Amen. And, uh, we were talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Okay. We use that word a lot and and throw it around. And honestly, I. Before I started preaching on this, I'd go up to people, what does it mean? And everybody just kind of looked at me like, mm, I don't know, but it's good. Um, and we, we've been talking about it, you know. We've been talking about the fact that, um, um, well, let me forget, I forgot to say one thing. Uh, did, do you realize that you folks, gave, four, including the bake sale, gave 40, us in the school gave $4,500 for those children in the Dominican to have a wonderful Christmas? Amen. 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 4,500. God for us. Right. It's a miracle.
1: Right. Amen. There's no
0: way this little church, and we've given 30,000, not even including the money we raised to go to the Dominican, 30,000 for the center over there. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. You know, Amen. You know it, it just, it's a miracle. And I hope that we begin to see the miracle. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it again, because when I say that, you're supposed to smile. <laughs> I hope that you begin to see the miracle. Yes, right. Amen. Amen. Right. Yeah. Because, really, where we're going to end up today is, I want you to see the miracle in your life. I want you to see the miracle in your life. Amen. 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 I want you to see the miracle in your life. Amen. Amen. And then I want you to begin to see and pray that you will begin to take the miracle of the gospel of Jesus Christ and invest it in the life of everybody around you. Amen. 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 Isn't it amazing how stuck we are (laughs) in fear or... Well, I don't want to overstep my bounds or, or whatever. And how little we, we, me, we share this wonderful miracle. This wonderful miracle is everything, all, that any person around us will ever be. Amen. <laughs> this week, I you know, anybody got a family? And <laughs> hey, y'all got a family that ate cuckoo for cocoa pies. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: No, I'm serious. They were just all, you know. And my family, you know, was like, I'm sitting there going, "Oh my stinking goodness," you know. But all they need is Jesus. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. You missed it. All they need. Amen. Amen. That's right, that's right. You really missed it. All they need is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's not just a, it's not a theology. It's not a, it's not a bunch of words. It's not a bunch of church. Church is boring. They need the living God. Jesus Christ himself living in them and through them. Let me ask you a question. Is the living God living in you and through you? (coughs) Is the living God <laughs> living in you and through you He'll notify your face? <laughs> and this is, you say, that's funny. That's not funny. If they don't see any difference in our mind, our heart, our attitudes, how we deal with people, how we relate, why would they ever want our God? Right. I'm not being mean. I'm not, I'm not just bashing anybody, I'm just asking you. If you're bashed, it's because you're not allowing the living God to truly live through you. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, and we've gotten used to this stuff. Yeah. You know, I'd like to start a tradition in our church, and I i guess I ought to get the board's approval. And if any board member has a problem with it, let me know. I think we need to put a candle up here. And anytime no one gets saved, in through, or through our body from mm. now on, that candle is not fit.
1: Mm. 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 Amen.
0: Yeah. But when it is, we'll just kind of stand around the candle and give praise and have a party. Amen. Amen. Isn't that what we're about? Yeah. No, seriously, isn't that what the church is about? Yeah. You know? I mean, this is so important, and we've gotten so stuck, and we've gotten so muddled in program and, 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 and music and preaching and goofiness that we're not. We're not about that anymore. We talk about it, but the gospel is not talk. It is power. Amen. And we need to be lifted out of the mundane by the power of God and become the mighty men and women who take the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost world. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a gospel. Okay. Let's talk about this stuff we've been talking about. Man, we started that first week, that Sunday right after Christmas. And we talked about the fact that just like God somehow impregnated a little 14, 15-year-old little virgin girl. Okay? And they write books. I love this. I love these theologians. I really do. God loves them. We're going to get to heaven by revealing grace. But the bottom line is, they all argue about how that. I don't care how it took place. I'm just happy and dead. <laughs> are y'all okay with that? That your pastor's stupid? I'm too dumb to actually understand all that stuff. Well, you shaking your head, fool. <laughs> that same seed are you listening to me? That same seed the Holy Spirit can be planted in the heart and mind and soul of every person in your family, every person in your world, and it can be nurtured, and it can be loved, and it can be protected, and it can, that little seed can grow up to be the mighty oak that every one of us was created to be in the first place. Do I have a hallelujah? That's, right. yeah. and that's what we're about. That's what we're about. Right. I'll keep saying it until somebody says amen. That's what we're about. Amen. you got to hear this. Guys, we've just gotten so stuck in church and program. It, it's just become folly after a while. We kind of walk in kind of mundane. And if you don't believe me, stand at the door and watch yourselves. We, we don't come expecting God to do great things. We come expecting the preacher to be done by 12 so we can get the hosses.
1: Somebody asked me, does anybody actually go to the I'm not
0: sure. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, it's a problem. But let me ask you a question. Is that seed planted and developing in you? Do you know that that seed is planted and developing in you? This is so important. This is so important. When you want me to doubt my salvation, I want you to doubt anything that's not growing into the likeness of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. 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 I want that for you. Because that's who you were created to be. And you will never know peace, and you will never know joy, and you will never know power, and you will never know hallelujah, and you will never stand in the mirror and go, yes! Until that seed is planted and growing in you. And every person around you that's feeling poorly about themselves and feeling hurt and, and feeling put down and doesn't feel good about life, all they really need to do is allow God to plant that awesome, eternal, almighty seed. Amen. 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 Man, we've been talking about some good stuff,
1: haven't
0: we? Amen. Huh? So that's, God, that's Jesus' conception. The next week we talked about his birth. <laughs> The DS told me, he said, I listened to that. He said, I really like that about the barn and all that kind of stuff. I said, that's good. You can say it. No, I'm saying it. (laughs) (laughs) I would. But, folks, psychology and the New Age dynamic and too much of the therapeutic church has taught us that it's okay to feel poorly about yourself because your mom or dad or grandma and grandpa or whoever isn't somebody or didn't teach you to be somebody or your daddy spanked your bottom too many times or whatever. I want you to understand the reason Jesus came and was born in a barn is to let you know he couldn't give a rip about your back. He couldn't give you a rip whether you're a Kennedy or a Letterman. There's a difference. Now you know you not. Okay? He doesn't care about that. And he doesn't want you to care about that. No matter what's happening around you, no matter where you come from, no matter what your quote status is, no matter what, he wanted to show you it doesn't matter. You can grow and develop in and in Him and by His grace and by His glory to become the man or woman you were created to be, so that you can die too. Maybe. That's right. That's kind of creepy. But don't tell anybody I said that. This, but that's exactly why you were created. You were created to die. You were created to die for those around you. You were created to die for for Jesus Christ. You were created. In fact, any man or woman who ain't got nothing worthy of dying for ain't got nothing worthy of living for. And there's too many people who call themselves Christians, and all they want to do is get and live. I gotta have this, I gotta have that, it's all about me. Come on, come on, come on. The bottom line is it ain't about you, and the sooner you die, the better off you'll be. Right. Right. Amen. Right. Right. I want you to understand something. God's got something for you to die for. God's got people around you for you to die for. Right. That's why he was born. Right. That's who we are. Right. Then he lived. And they tell me he was perfect. Well, if he was perfect, you'd think his life would have been better. Wouldn't you? Anybody? Huh? I mean, he was surrounded by cuckoo with Cocoa Puffs. He was surrounded by people who did not understand. He was surrounded by a religious organization that wanted to kill him from the beginning. He was surrounded by politicians that hated him and wanted to kill him from his birth. He was surrounded by temptation and pushback. Even his heavenly father, from the Holy Spirit, led him into the wilderness to be tempted. That's some sorry stuff, man. Mm -hmm. But it go through all of that, struggle with all of that, all of that temptation, all of that pushback, all of that hatred, all of that persecution, all that he dealt with, and yet he was. Amen. 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 Let me help you with this. No matter what's coming in your life, no matter what's coming against you in your life, no matter what the oppression might be, no matter what the persecution might be, no matter what's going on, no matter whether things are working out the way you want them to or not, it doesn't matter. In Jesus Christ, you can
1: win. Amen.
0: You can be that man. You can be that woman. You can be that person that God created you. You can be that person, and you can accomplish what you were created for. He said, I came to do the will of the Father, I came to serve, and I came to die. And guess what? In the middle of all that, he did all three. Amen. Amen. If anybody had reason for excuses. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: it's true. Anybody with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus had lots of reasons. I had some good excuses. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But the reality is, he didn't allow any of the mess or any of the people in this world (laughs) from stopping him uh, to be... uh, I'm saying it wrong. He didn't allow anything or anyone to keep him from being everything he was sent here to be. By the power of Jesus Christ, You can be everything you were created to be. You can do everything that God created you to do by his example and by his grace and by his truth and by his power. Don't you allow any voice, any person, anywhere to tell you, well, you've got this wonderful excuse. You had this. You had this happen to you. Whatever. You look at that and you say, no. In the name of Jesus Christ, you be put away. The bottom line is, no matter what, just like Jesus Christ, I can be that person. Amen. Amen. I can do what I was created to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Gospel. Amen. That's what it was all about. Amen? Then Amen. Amen. Jesus, in my name, for me suffered, and died the most excruciating, most painful death in human history. Remember that sermon? Mm. Are you with me? Is anybody with me? me? It's like we're asleep at that (laughs) time. Wake up! (coughs) Roy, get some coffee. (coughs) Hear what I'm saying. He died a death that I can't even imagine physically. I mean and beard pulled and hair pulled and the crown of thorns and, and slapped and, and then emotionally they mocked him. Could you imagine? I'm dying for you and you're making fun of me. I'm going to be honest and a human, I would want to thump you. No, I'm serious. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that thought come to your mind? God, get them. Keep fiery coals on their head. Now. But he didn't. I mean, nobody stuck by him. Everybody was kind of scattered. Even those that that night had said, you never have to worry about me. I'm the man. I'm with you. I will never leave you. On the cross, he was even separated from the Father. You think you've got spiritual struggles? Take all the sins of the world on your shoulders. And the father had to say, he said, Father, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? He said, wow. And then in the end, he said, it is finished. Now, I'm going to say that again, and y'all are going to smile. Okay? I know it's hard. I know it's church. But because when he said it is finished he said it is finished everything you and I and everybody in our world will ever need for salvation and eternal life (laughs) had been accomplished Amen. Amen. Amen Hallelujah You see When that relative is acting the nut. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. You need to look at them and say, Listen, I love you. I really do. But you need to quit this. And you need to ask Jesus Christ in your life. Because He paid the price. He died a death for you that is beyond anything you could ever imagine. He completed all the work that you could never complete or accomplish on your own. Amen. He did it all. And he will take everything in your life and he will place it under his blood. And he will forgive you and he will redeem you and he will love you and he will care for you. And he will never leave nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. (coughs) He died. He really died. No hope. You ever feel that way? I feel like nobody around me really gets me. Do you ever feel that way? I feel like there ain't nothing happening in my life worthwhile. You ever feel that way? There are times we all feel. Are you listening to me? Because too often, what Satan does at that time is he tries to isolate us. To make us think, nobody else around here is feeling this way. All those perfect people in the church ain't got problems like that. They ain't been around the church much, have you? He died. where I'm going. But on the third day. Amen. I'll say it again on this. But on the
1: third day. Amen. Amen.
0: You may feel dead. You may look at your life and say it's hopeless. You may feel absolutely helpless to do anything about it. But on the third day. Right. Now this is important. Just like he said he would. Right. Amen. see I, 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 That includes the whole Bible guys. That includes the whole Bible. Amen. Amen. Every promise he ever made. Just between me and you. Never comes fast enough. <laughs> Anybody else? I read the promises. How come they ain't hot? Said that myself about a thousand times. No, I'm serious. It's hard, guys. I hate this faith stuff. I do. I'm with this now stuff. Anybody else that did? Yep, That's true yep, in you? Yep, yep. The rest of you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> we all struggle with that, don't we? Yeah. I want this person fixed. I want that fixed. I want this. <coughs> I want that. It's hard. He died. Could you imagine being his follower? And the one you thought was going to lead you out of this Roman mess is dead. And just like us, what did they do? They prayed. No. They went back to this place and sucked their thumbs like the rest of us did. Mm-hmm. Didn't they? Yeah. You know? And Jesus revealed himself to this young lady. She goes running back and they, they, they told her she was an idiot. Didn't they? Yeah. Huh? You say, well, pastor, why are you saying this stuff? I'm saying this stuff because we've all done this <coughs> goofiness. Mm-hmm. If Satan's telling you you're a bad person because you're human... You just look him in the eye and say, that's why Jesus came in the flesh. Amen? That's
1: right.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Yeah. To bind you. Yeah. And to destroy your works in my life. Amen? Amen. Amen? We've all done it. We've all done goofiness. We've all struggled with doubt. We've all struggled with fear. That's just part of the human dilemma. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know in church we're not supposed to admit that. <laughs> we're all saved and sanctified, full of the Holy Spirit, whole Holy Spirit, whole Holy Spirit whole. but the reality is No, goofy. Goofy. I'm just saying, if you've been, it's okay. Quit sucking your thumb, feel sorry for yourself. Step up in the Holy Spirit and become that man or woman. Amen. 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 Amen? On the third day, he rose from grave. Just like he said he would. Amen. In God's time and in God's way... Every promise in his word is true for you. Amen. Amen. i said it again. That was weird. In God's time and in God's way, every promise in his word is good for you. Amen. He will do it. He will do it. He will do it. It's just in the meantime, it's hard. Amen. Amen. And too many times in church, we've been taught it ain't supposed to be hard. Well, if it wasn't supposed to be hard, then why in the world did Jesus Christ go through all that? Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Seriously. Oh, 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 quit it. <coughs> Stop it. We've all been there. You know how often I've wanted to quit the ministry. You know how often my wife is wanting to punch me in the head? <laughs> you know that's true. You know how many times I just wanted to give up and throw in the towel and say, you know what? It ain't worth it. But you know what? In God's time and in God's way, He is going to raise you up. And He is going to accomplish through you great and mighty things Things that you were created to be and do for today. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. Amen. Amen. Pastor, I hear all these good things, but man, I'm having trouble inculcating all this, and I'm having trouble incorporating all of this in my everyday life. Anybody here struggle with that? Man, I know all the good things, man. I've been preaching. I have to know all the good things. That's when I get the big (laughs) box. All right? There is one person that can take all of these wonderful dynamics of the gospel and place it in the center of our lives and live it out through us. And that person is called the Holy Spirit. Knowledge of the gospel doesn't do it. Going to church, hearing about the gospel, doesn't do it. Being a nice person doesn't do it. Not kicking the dog doesn't do it. There is one person, and one person alone, that can take all of this wonderful dynamic and place it into your life and operate in your life and through your life and take that power and glory out to a lost and dying world. And that is the person of God's Holy Spirit. That's
1: right.
0: Amen. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in Genesis 1-2. Uh, has been hovering over all of creation since the very beginning, okay? So here's the thing you have to understand about the Holy Spirit. It's not hit and miss. He is not someone who comes and goes. The Holy Spirit is hovering over your life, has been hovering over your life from the beginning. He hovers over all of creation. He is there, and He is there if you desire Him. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen. Are you with me? Amen. I think sometimes we, we make the Holy Spirit this thing. Oh God, come. The Holy Spirit is here. The problem is too often we're in control, we're in charge, we're weak. Hey God, I can handle this on my own. And God says, okay, I'm still here. But I can't be in that area of your life or I can't be in your life if you're in charge. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? In 1 Samuel chapter 10, when they needed a king, and and Samuel didn't want to give him a king, but they wanted a king. Do you ever want something that God really doesn't want to give you? Huh? And they bugged him and bugged him and bugged him and bugged him and bugged him. He said, okay, fine, have a king. Here's the the amazing thing. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, God knew what was going to happen in um, Saul's life. And yet, God sent his Holy Spirit, and God's Holy Spirit made Saul into a whole new person. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen.
0: Now, he was a knucklehead, went on and lost it, but God's Holy Spirit sent, came in and made him a whole new person. Amen. 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 Do you ever feel like a knucklehead or a dirty sinner and you just feel like you're a nothing and a nobody? Mm-hmm. Say, God, send your Holy Spirit. <clears throat> because I have been a knucklehead. <laughs> and I want to be a whole new person, totally given and committed to you. Amen? Amen. 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 Jesus comes. And he's doing all these great things. And and he's telling, listen guys, I'm going to the Father. I'm going to die. I'm going to the Father. And what amazes me is they're sitting there arguing with him. (laughs) They're arguing with God. You know? Peter's like, I've got a better plan. (laughs) I've done that myself a few times. Anybody else? God, you must be mistaken. You know, God, you may, you must not understand. <laughs> Let me help you out. And every time I do that, I step out of the boat and I go kerplunk, mm. <clears throat> splash, into the water because of the winds and the waves. Anybody else ever tried that? No. You know, Jesus said, listen, I'm going to go to the Father. Because if I go to the Father, I'm going to send to you a person we call the parakletos, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And that paracletos and that comforter, he is going to lead you into all truth. Are you confused? You know when I'm confused is when I'm not listening to the Holy Spirit. I'm listening to me. Do you ever listen to you? Sometimes I'll listen to my sermons after I'm done. And I go, what is that man talking about? (laughs) You know, He will lead you into all truth. He will convince you of sin. Yeah. Now, I want you to hear this. I see a predominance of people who call themselves Christians that really can never come to the point where they realize they make mistakes and they don't understand. But they don't want to call it the S word. (laughs) The greatest thing we could allow God's Holy Spirit to do in our lives is show us or teach us or convince us or convict us of sin. Amen. Amen. He does so much better a job than I ever will. When he does it, we go, yeah. When I do it, you go, shut up. up. (laughs) Folks, he sends this paracletos alongside of us, and he is there 24-7. Amen. I don't mean to talk myself out of a job, but the reality is if you actually inculcate the Holy Spirit and listen to him and get into his word, you don't need me. Amen. Amen. Some people are like, praise God! (laughs) But you need to hear this. He will write his law and his word on your heart and your mind. Let me ask you a question. Is he doing (coughs) it? Is he doing it? Are you reading his word every day saying, God, show me, teach me, love me, help me, give me answers for my wife or husband or my kids or my grandkids or, or my family? Just just show me, amen? amen? You know, I want to be that person that that, that that has all of that. Then we go to the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, he talks about the fact that, that when his Holy Spirit comes, we are going to be baptized in God's Holy Spirit. Is everybody still awake? Everybody still listening? Yeah. You know, it's not that bad yet. Mm-hmm. But he talks about the fact he's going to baptize in the Holy Spirit. I told him in the 9 o'clock, I said, the old dudes used to talk about this. We're not allowed to talk about this today because we're not allowed to talk about sin. Because we've got to make everybody feel good. But the reality is, he wants to, through his Holy Spirit, crucify us Amen. Amen. he wants to burn out everything that does not belong mind, body, soul, and strength Amen. Amen. are you with me? Yes. and he's the only one that can do it you can't raise yourself up and do it he's the only one and the reason we're not affected in our lives is because there's still sin in our lives God's Holy Spirit can crucify that, burn all of that junk out, and He can raise us up in newness and power and glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Are you willing to allow Him to do that? Right? Okay. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen. Five verses later, it talks about the fact that four verses later, it talks about the fact that when God's Holy Spirit comes, you will have power. Mm-hmm. I like power. I love power. You know? But not power so that you can lift weights. Power so that you can be a witness. You can be a testimony. Literally the word is martyr. So that you will be willing to die. That those around you know his love and know his grace. Amen. 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 Then in chapter 2 in God's church, and church, this is what we need to be praying about. I couldn't give a rip about the music. I couldn't give a rip about how you like my preaching. I don't care about anything but this. That when we come together, the center of what we're about is God's Holy Spirit. When that comes together, there is a unity. Yes. Amen. There is a consensus of we want God to be Lord of this. Amen. We don't want anything here that does not belong and does not glorify God. Amen. When God's Holy Spirit came, they came together and there were praises of the mighty works of God. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. They were not sitting there going, I hope JC can entertain me. <laughs> They come together. They're, I would imagine if they came into this setting, they would be coming to that door, running right to me, and I send them to JC because he yells at me when I do stuff with his service. And the bottom line is you would say, I've got to tell something.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: God Almighty did something for me or in me or through me this week. Amen. You might walk in here and say, you know what? God convicted me of sin. Hallelujah. You know, I come in and say, you know what? I was able to be nice to that jerk at work. I should be a poet. (laughs) (laughs) They just came together. And that same sissy, that same tough sissy, that stood up to Jesus' face and said, i got a better plan, you're not going to die, you don't have to worry, I'm with you, and then shrunk back into the crowd and cussed at an old woman who accused him of being Jesus' follower, stood up in the face of those same people and preached one of the greatest sermons in human history, and he had no education. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah.
0: Hallelujah. At the end of the chapter, they came together. You know they actually met more than once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about that. We stopped Sunday nights because we were all going to get together. It never happened. We stopped Wednesday nights because we got up. we're going to fellowship. It never happened. So now we can barely get everybody out to Sunday morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't do that. We got children. So did that. Well, I'm busy. So were that. But their priority was God. Amen. And seeing God do something great among them. Amen? Amen. There's a message in that, kids. Yeah. Amen? Amen. 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 You know, they came together. They ate together. They had communion together. They loved each other. If people had needs, they gathered together and they met those needs. <coughs> yeah. And God added to their number daily those being saved. Amen. And God added to their number daily those being saved. amen. <laughs> that was weed. And God added to their number daily. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. There was
0: a reason God added to their number daily. Because their lives were not totally given to the garbage of this world. Their lives were totally given to Him. That's right. Amen. And they were full of His Holy Spirit. And they were full of power. And they were full of glory. And they were full of joy. And they were full of love. And they were full of passion. You see, I love all the stuff we've talked about. But if we don't allow God's Holy Spirit to inculcate and incorporate that into our everyday lives, this is just knowledge of a good
1: thing.
0: It won't even work in and through our lives. Let alone the lives of our neighbors and our workmates and our family and our friends. And I don't know about you, but I have plenty that need to hear Anybody with me? Amen. Anybody understand what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that stuff. We've been talking about some good stuff. Amen.
1: We? Huh?
0: Well now we need to allow God to fill us with whatever it takes to take this good stuff to a lost and dying Hopeless world. Look at Diane. Her back hurts. She had to get out of here. I preached you
1: all.
0: <laughs> Are you with me? Is it our desire to see a day when God is adding to our number daily? Amen. Those being saved. Amen. Right. I met with the school leadership the other day. And we're going to start praying that God would do such a mighty work. We probably have five or 600 people a week who come into this school with the nearly 200 children we have in this school now. <coughs> and a great majority of them do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Could you imagine if God just started there? Yeah. Go ahead and take her home. She's no, healthy. she's all right. She just went to the bathroom. Okay. Why did we do
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> could you imagine if God just started there amen. Yeah. amen. we have thousands of people in a few square miles in this church a great majority of them are under the dominion of Satan and headed for hell do we care yeah. Yeah. we'll say we do but do we actually care enough to get on our knees so that there would be such an outpouring of God's Holy Spirit that something so mighty and great that would raise us up so we would somehow by the power of God take this message to this lost and dying world. We we live next to a city that is absolutely out of control. They're not blessing their chops. I mean they got a mayor, the last two mayors are in jail. This mayor and city council won't speak. I think they need Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. You say, well, they got churches in the city. Well, whatever. Wouldn't it be great if out of this church, we would get on our knees and we would pray through and we would pray through and we would pray through till we knew exactly what God would have us to do to reach this place. Where do you live again? What's the name of that place? Leesport. Ah, Leesport. Yeah, Leesport, all the way to Ready, all the way to Exeter. Guys, we can be the center of that. We're not talking about you and me. We're talking about God. Amen. In the time, in the time, wouldn't you like to see it? Wouldn't you like to see those kids come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Wouldn't you like to see those spouses come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Wouldn't you like your family to come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Wouldn't you like your neighbors and friends to come to know Jesus Christ? Those workers, those enemies. Folks, God can raise us up. Father, today, raise us up. Father, today, Satan has been so effective in our body. Not just now, but for many, many, many years. Father, crucify us and raise us up in the person of your Holy Spirit to be exactly who we were created to be. Help us to take this message of salvation and glory and healing and power and love to a world that just doesn't understand. And the media in Hollywood has made us look like Ding Dong. But Father, you're not. You have something great and you have something great you want to do through me. And you have something great you want to do through each of us individually. And you have something great you want to do through us, the body of Jesus Christ right here in Riverview Park. Lord, help us not to accept mediocrity and lukewarmness. Lord, help us to come to church expecting great and mighty things. Lord, help us to pray for and over each other that Satan would be bound and you would be glorified and people would be set free. Father, help us to pray that our relatives and friends and neighbors and workmates would come to know you as Lord and Savior and that we would be used as instruments to bring them to that knowledge and to bring them to that glorious experience. Father, thank you. Thank you. This is your will. It all comes down to whether we're willing to get on our knees and stay there till we're done. Yeah. So that you will do the great and mighty work you want to do in this area and around the world through us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. And all God's people said,
1: Amen. 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 God bless
0: you.